friends, and welcome to Overcoming Gracefully, the Art of Forgiveness. This podcast, we're going to be focusing mostly on the ability to explore different areas of our own lives and the lives of others when it comes to forgiveness. This will enable us to be more aligned with the purpose we have for ourselves here on earth and discover the meaning of moments so you can better enjoy your life with an open heart, mind, soul, and an ability to move forward. Moving forward can help us get closer to our goals and what we want to accomplish in life. I am your host, Stephanie Cover, and as an experienced forgiver, and I'm sure many times having to be forgiven myself, I know how difficult it can be at times to admit, move through, and acknowledge forgiveness. To be honest, friends, I tend to keep a lot of things inside. So developing this podcast and talking about forgiveness was actually a difficult decision for me. I had to forgive my own self for always keeping things in and to myself. I have found out throughout many different difficult times in my life that having open communication and talking to the Lord and talking to maybe even a counselor helps to make things easier. And it can help us to move through emotions and any attachments that are related to a specific incident, person, or occurrence that we all have been through in our lives. So what I want to talk about today is about this hype of the Stanley Cup. And when I look at all of this on social media and just see how excited everybody is about this cup, now, it just reminds me of just a time a long time ago, whenever we had the Tickle Me Elmo doll and everybody's wanting to go and get this doll and it just became where people were literally like, you know, stomping over people to get this. And I also saw a um, post from the Cabbage Patch Ages where it said, you know, this mom is a real gangster because she had basically, you know, tackled every other mom to get this Cabbage Patch doll for her daughter. That's kind of like what we're experiencing right now. I've seen some posts where, you know, the uh, the cup is has people in the store and they're trying to, you know, overdo the other person, grab it, that fun stuff that people, you know, they find fun in this. And it just makes me just kind of take a step back and think about some of the things in life and how we get so wrapped up in stuff like this, and it just becomes the new hype, and it's a product, and it's a a new concept, things like that, and it's great. We as humans need that. We need that newness, something to get us excited. And sometimes it is a product, or it is a concept or something. And when I look back at this uh, Stanley Cup, I love the business practices of this company that they just turned innovative and made changes so that they can experience the surge that they're experiencing. If we look back at the Stanley Cup, it's a 110-year-old company. And for many, many years, this company just really focused on these thermoses directed towards men. And with the men, they were 
more or less blue collared workers, you know, when they went on the job site or whenever they went hiking or any kind of, I would say, industrial aspect where you have to, you know, you bring your lunch or you bring your coffee or you bring things with you. And this thermos was just this drabby green thermos for 110 years. And what had happened was, I'm assuming maybe a wife or somebody found their husband's cup and maybe needed to use it. And it became like, you know, this blog because of the fact that she maybe experienced a good feeling from this cup, or maybe it even just reminded her of her husband. And, you know, sometimes that's always nice too, whenever there's a hype that, you know, you, it reminds you of something. It has like that nostalgia feeling to it, maybe a grandpa or, you know, uh, just a special person in your life. And anyways, this cup, um, what ended up happening was the CEO of the company for the marketing decided to ride along with this blog and it catered to appeal to women, right? And how did they do that? Well, instead of keeping it that drab green for the men, they decided it was going to add in some pastel colors, you know, because us women, we love our pastels, whether it be a beautiful pink, a hot pink, a pearl color, purple, you know, just warm and inviting colors that are, you know, that give off that feminine energy. And it decided to cater to the women and it has become, you know, I would say a big hit. With that, I want to get into the rainbow because I love the rainbow. I think that whenever you look and you perceive things that sometimes colors really do make a difference. You're able to just get different energies and things from it. And that basically kind of is what is making me excited about the Stanley Cup. I don't personally have one. I have many thermos cups and I feel I don't need another one. But, you know, I think that having these types of things are essential in today's lifestyle. You know, we are all have a traveling cup, whether it be for your coffee, for a cold drink or anything, you'll see everybody holding a cup. So I don't think that having a Stanley Cup is is a bad thing. I just love how how exciting people are getting over a cup. It just, it mind boggles me. But, you know, and it it also makes me think back whenever we were younger, you know, there was things in in our life that, you know, maybe somebody had and it was like a rage. You know, I've uh, recently, I grew up in the the 90s, 80s, 90s, I would say. And, you know, whenever I was in school, you know, the big rage was, you know, these Zeke Havarici pants and everybody had to have one. And if you didn't have one, like you weren't cool. And that's kind of like what this is kind of making me like think about like, oh, I have my Stanley cup. I'm so cool. Right. But are yeah, it's just really a cup. <laughs> and, and um, you know, but back in the day, whenever that mindset was very, very dominant when you're growing up and you want to, you know, kind of fit in, you know, these pants were the the hype, right? And I saw some posts, like I said, about, you know, people that maybe didn't have a pair or, you know, wanted a pair and how it was, it was just the thing. And so we're like kids. And so was, you know, um, there was this pair of like Edwin jeans that I remember whenever I was younger that, you know, I would borrow a pair from a friend and just so I could like, you know, look cool. But it's so fun to, to experience these things in life right? You get to, you know, revisit sometimes your past and, you know, maybe there's um, been things in your life that you've wanted and you weren't able to get, and then you want to hop on board of this. And it just makes you feel like you're in, like you're socially accepted. 
And for me, I think that's a wonderful thing. I think, you know, the feeling of belonging and community is absolutely necessary in the world. And sometimes we don't have that. And when we find something that can help build that or build a relationship or we can make fun of it or we actually like it, you know, because I have seen, you know, some people making fun of the Stanley Cup and I don't, you know, everybody has their own perception on things we feel a certain way. And and that's, you know, I guess the gift of being unique in, in society and being able to make those judgments on what is important to you and what isn't. For me, a cup isn't important, but for somebody else, it, it can be. Or maybe somebody just doesn't, you know, has time to, to focus on that. And, you know, it's just, it is what it is. But, you know, for me, when I think back on that, I think also about my love for the Lord and how, you know, people in society, they hop on these, you know, worldly trends and sometimes they don't even know where it's going, but it's just like, you know, oh, I'm going to get on that, that board with that, or I'm bored with this. And I find that, you know, with my relationship with the Lord, that sometimes, you know, we need to have that enthusiasm for the Lord and for everything that he represents. But instead we find ourselves just getting so wrapped up in the worldly views and the worldly things. And sometimes, like I mentioned, we do need to take a step back. We need to figure out exactly what it is that, you you know, you want in life. And when I first decided to do this episode, I was like, "Eh, you know, is this even going to make any sense? Like, but then I started thinking about all of the things that are related to this. You have, you know, the conversations that are interacting when it comes to this cup, you have the business aspect of it, of this company, like I mentioned, that just became so innovative, it honoring what it's, I would say, potential audience could do for it. And when I go back into you know, discussing a little bit of the business principles. So for instance, this company had been around since a hun- uh, for 110 years and their initial revenue up into the point of this surge was only 73 million. And I'm assuming that's throughout all of the years. But what has been happening with this trend and, you know, more people are, you know, jumping on board to get this product. Now they're going to be able to have a sales of almost $750 million. Now that's within three years. That's a huge spike. And all of it was just because of the innovativeness, listening to the audience and adapting to it. And I think that that's a great business principle. It even collaborated with uh, Starbucks and, you know, kind of got the name out there. So it's like, hey, look, your coffee. Hey, put your coffee in this Stanley Cup. And, you know, all of that together just kind of created a sensation. And what we have to realize is sometimes we have to be innovative too, innovative in our ideas, innovative in changing, innovative in growing. As you, you know, sometimes think looking back at maybe like your grandma and your grandpa with the cell phones, you know, if they don't, time of the phone being on the wall and all of that stuff, it's kind of outdated. And the principles, I think, of the Stanley Cup are, you know, kind of referenceable to that, right? It was outdated. So that one little change kind of helped. But, you know, with that, with, say, your grandparents or the elderly population, like hopping on board of this new cell phone technology, you know, that's innovative for them. That's a change. That's something that they're used to doing. But they had to change, right? Because if they did not put the change that they needed to see, 
in their own lives when it came to the phone, then they may not even have access to communication as much as they would like to with family and friends. And, you know, I just, I think it's great whenever we um, kind of realize that we are all unique individuals. And with that, we need to realize that the changes sometimes need to occur so that we can evolve and be updated with, you know, what is going on. It is 2024 and there's some things that, you know, may be outdated in your life. And is it bad to hold on to things that bring us comfort and bring us that sense of peace? No, that's great. You know, those are those, the nostalgia feeling that I was, you know, speaking of, you know, when you um, look back and maybe your grandpa did have that thermos, just brings back those memories. And, and memories are just wonderful feelings that we get to have. And each of our memories are individual and keeping them and keeping them close to your heart is always important, especially when it comes to daily living and um, just the, the things that we see in the world. But I hope that everybody that is getting on board of this, you know, Stanley Cup hype is enjoying their Stanley Cup and that they fill it with good and hearty things that um, are healthy for them. Not a lot of sodas and, you know, other things like that, that can be extra sugary and that's not healthy for you because that is is important as well. We want to have not only mental, you know, health in our lives that is positive, but also, you know, internal health that can help us grow and be able to, you know, embrace these innovative changes and things that come forth in the world. Because the more we take care of ourselves, whether it's your mind, body, and your soul, the better that you are going to be able to live a healthy and satisfying life. So with that, sip up and enjoy. Also, just wanted to let you know that I've been working on some other projects as well. And last year, I completed a book called Biblical Foods, The Benefits of Eating for Ageless Health. It is available on Amazon. This book is really close to my heart. It is something that has always been important to me, taking care of myself, eating healthy, and letting nutrition guide and direct my my body and my soul and, and keep me healthy. And these references are from the Bible, all the foods that are in the Bible that the Lord placed in the Bible. And I put all of those foods along with how they can help you. They give benefits. Some of them help with high blood pressure, cholesterol, a lot of the things that, you know, we are taking those medications for, along with some calories, how much calories this has, which everybody likes to know. Some people do still count calories just depending on which way you're going in your your health journey. But I just wanted to let you know that this book is available on Amazon. It's dear to my heart. And if you are interested, pick up one of the copies and let me know what you think. I think that the next steps are to just stay positive, to be patient with yourself and to move through emotions so that you can continue to be the best person in your life and the best person for others as well. As time goes on, we're going to get more and more into how to forgive, when to forgive, what to forgive, and always you don't want to forget because if you forget what you forgave, you may end up doing it again. So with that, 
I hope everybody has a wonderful day and I'm looking forward to the next episode and speaking with you guys again and discussing the art of forgiveness. Take care.